one of the things that that happened to me was coming from Phoenix to here. I got to sit next to a gentleman who uh, really it, this was this is a cool story. This gentleman is a construction worker in the Los Angeles area. Uh, that's what he does by trade. Um, and and I'm gonna butcher the, his name because I'm terrible at names. Uh, but his daughter is the starting center fielder for the um, Arizona Wildcats uh, softball team, and she is playing obviously in the college world series and me and chris talked about this last night her name is i don't want to say it wrong help me out chris what's her name it's, and it's not Jaylene miano Jaylene miano yes okay. yes mr miano and his family janelle janelle okay so they were traveling out um to watch her play and i've been watching that since that day we've been watching a, a lot of, of of women's college softball I watched a hey coach. I, I watched the uh, Arizona Oregon State game. Uh, Janelle did make a absolutely cane, uh, like low cane from the Brewers, like out outfield center field grab off the wall. It was pretty over the fun. wall. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. It looked a lot like she, low cane. I was like, because she was up in the box uh, batting, and I said, "Boy, she's gritty in the box, Chris." And then coach texted me back, said, "Boy, she can play that center field." And then I next yeah. inning, she made that low cane off the back wall. I was she like, said, "Oh, not snap, today. She could play." Not today. Oh, she she hey, and and the Arizona outfield has been playing well. Um, I was trying to see last night how that game ended up. You know, she's quite an athlete, and and what an amazing family. And they were traveling from uh, Los Angeles out here to Oklahoma City. We talked about them staying at Bricktown. I, I told him about uh you know our little simple podcast. He was going to tune in, and I wanted to say, uh, man, I really enjoyed our conversation, and I really enjoyed watching you know his daughter and 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 his family that were were on their way out here and welcomed Oklahoma City. So this is Shaq Wallen, former TSL Jouster. You're listening to Patriot Sports Radio. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. <laughs> Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. We're all present and accounted for. No thanks to Southwest Airlines, but we'll get into that in a minute. Chris is over there handling 100% of the technical shit, which honestly, that's the ideal ratio for me, 100 to zero. John is here as almost always. Fun fact, John has only missed one of our more than 30 shows. That's the kind of dedication we're looking to get in return for no dollars annually. We love John around here. Coach, if anybody's getting hauled into HR over attendance points around here, it's you, but you've got a valid excuse. You're back in Oklahoma now, and you've proclaimed you, quote, may never leave again, and if I do, I'll drive. How are you this fine day, and how were your travels home from the sport fishing capital of the world, Key West, Florida? Oh, uh, man, I was just telling you guys about a, we we were kind of on another topic. I got a to a ginormous number on the uh, old scale. I reported in and and it was it was tipping the scale there. And so we uh, new high score. I, I Pro Bowl numbers. I, I was new high score, and I had two options: either go for the record or back it down a notch. I had a little little uh, foreign foreign doctor that told me uh, I should go with the uh, option B and back it down. And I told him this is America, and stop telling me what to do. He pretty much said, here's the consequences and rolled it out. Anyhow, don't tell me how to live my life, number one. Uh, but but so I decided I was going to get on a program. So I did. Um, I, I dropped about, uh, believe it or not, I dropped about 20. And then I went on vacation and gained it all right back. Oh, vacation will do a it. A week and a half. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I hit, I set, you set, you set your ass on a week in, in Florida and, and start hitting the, you know, cervezas and key lime pie. Next thing you know, you're back to the high number. So, um, that being said, um, I took about, was supposed to be a, a four hour flight out of the world's worst airport, which is Miami, Florida, by the way, they have literally nothing to eat there or whatever, but oh. the, the, the storms, the storms blew in. If you guys are watching the weather map, the, 
Key West and, 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 and Florida, Miami area is getting nuked right now on a tropical storm that they're going to name later on. That's going. Anyhow, they blow through. Uh, we literally stand in the airport and watch it come in as we're praying that we can get on a plane. Uh, and they keep pushing it back, pushing it back. We get in the plane. We sat in the plane for an hour and a half on the runway, which causes us to miss our connection mm-hmm. in Houston to home. Now the dominoes are starting to fall. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we finally take off a, a, a smooth five hours after we're supposed to. We get into Houston at about 1230 a.m. Uh, of course, there's nothing open to eat, and nobody in my tribe is eating. So you can imagine they're about ready to kill each other. Uh, I imagine it's like Lord of the Flies at Houston Airport. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty pretty much. And it's it's there's tumbleweeds blowing through the airport. People are finding benches to sleep on because literally our next flight out to uh, beautiful Phoenix uh, the next morning to be able to get home by noon. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm not, I mean, I am so, kind of good at geography. Um, yeah. If you're coming you're just, from Florida you come north. and you're going to Oklahoma, yeah, yeah. Uh, Phoenix you're overshooting it. We're going to cruise on by. We're headed to hey. Phoenix because it's lovely this Howdy time. Norman. Smile and wave, boys. And, uh, Smile and wave. Yeah. I see the corn is belt high. That's good. I, I waddled up to the uh, to the desk and he pretty much laid it out for me. He's like, okay, option A, you're going to get home at noon via Phoenix, or you can try this again tomorrow at 10 o'clock at night and we'll hope we'll get you there in a make this a three-day tour. So, uh, I took option A, and uh, so we uh, literally went to the airport. Um, we got about two and a half hours sleep. That was a two hundred dollars for the two and a half hours sleep. Thank you, Marriott, for going ahead and jabbing me the high hard one because you saw the opportunity. Wow! Uh, so, what you got to be a so, working girl to get a decent rate there? Well, let me tell you a little little tidbit about Southwest. Let me tell you tell you what's going on there. No vouchers if it's weather related. So, so they're not comping you anything. They're, they're just going to go ahead and tell you, Hey, mother nature's to blame for this. We're stepping out of the way. Go ahead and hit your wallet. So $200 for two hours of sleep. That was a really expensive sack of peanuts that they gave me. So, uh, we got on that. We got on the plane, uh, at 5 AM after finally getting to the hotel about, I don't know, one 30, um and 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 crashing we got on the plane at 5 a.m flew into phoenix and then got delayed a little bit there before finally we got back it was about two o'clock by the time we got home we'd slept a total of about two and a half hours so it was awesome i'm glad to be home i may never leave again uh but i'm back on the program doing a little uh you know back on the exercise routine eating healthy we're back we're going the right direction we're trending the right way so uh Things are back to falling off the the scale. Back on the P90X. Yeah. Yep, P90. That's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. That and Tybo. There you go. It's just turning lemons into lemonade down there. I love it. <laughs> Anyhow, we got a lot to talk about today. Absolutely. I ran into our buddy Greg just before we get way into it. I ran into our buddy Greg yesterday at Jammin' on Janesville. It's like a street bear type deal. He was selling all his spices and hot sauces and whatnot. Barbecue. Yeah. I got a bottle of the hot brass hot sauce and i tried a couple drops of it last night i didn't have i got home late i wasn't gonna put something on (laughs) put hot sauce on something and go to bed but it tastes good (laughs) i'm looking forward to it you didn't want to turn the slow cooker on and let that Uh, thing boil for a little bit (laughs) that would have been a good idea i could have woke up had a nice breakfast all right. Yeah, yeah, you could have. Okay, this is a sports show. I'm going to fire 197 belt high across the plate and see what happens. Gabe Kapler hides in the clubhouse during the anthem now, so congrats to him on solving gun violence in foreign affairs. We've seen this before, a player or coach making a heroic statement in an effort to, I don't know what, change the world, I guess. I'm all for freedom of expression, even if I disagree with your point, or in this case, I just don't get what you're trying to accomplish. But this isn't a rally the troops and bring people together move. This is a look at me move. And that's what annoys me about it. On the whole, I think people in this country are obsessed with the individual. We're all one special little guy and everybody better make us feel that way. Okay, you're skipping the anthem. To what end? Are you raising money? Are you working with schools or police or even the ballparks to improve security? Or are you just saying, look at me in not so many words? Do we have to keep it? And 
<laughs> we have to keep an eye on the situation at all times, guys, because this is fluid. He made a one-time exemption on Memorial Day. On Memorial Day, he stood for the anthem out of respect for those who gave their lives protecting our right to protest in any peaceful way we see fit. But evidently, the anthem is only about that on Memorial Day. Now it's June and gun violence still exists, so it's protest back on. The reason I say we may need to keep an eye on it is because this thing can end at any time. Kapler said the landscape is ever-changing, and these issues are not black and white. They require a lot of action. I do not know it's necessary to answer questions about this on a day-to-day basis about whether I'm coming out for the anthem. Counterpoint, I think that's exactly what you want them to do. Ask you every single day about your little sit-in. It's, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> John, you raised your hand. Were you fixing your computer or or did you want to say something? Uh, I was fixing my computer, but I, oh. I, I agree with you. I mean, uh, let's just be honest. Are any of these protests doing anything? Did Colin Kaepernick fix police brutality? Did, is any of this working? What's like, like it's, it just pisses me off at this point because it's not effective. Okay. So you're raising a conversation. Is that conversation then get, bastardized into something else that means something completely different. And we start arguing about that. It seems like it's causing more of a ruckus than, than actually any solutions. So I say, let's stop doing it. It's not effective. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't mind complaints as long as you also bring a solution. Yeah. Everybody just seems to think they're Jesse Owens at the Hitler Olympics these days. Like they need to protest all this and that. And it's like, it's not working. You're and, just drawing attention to yourself. A, a chick just chained herself to the net at the French Open and said like a thousand days left or something. It's like, what, what do you want me to do? Uh, what, <laughs> what do you want me to do with this information? I'm not Neo. I'm not the one. OK, I can't save the entire climate change situation. Yeah. I mean, not even a website to go to to learn more. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Not even a Twitter handle or anything. It's just there was something written around the collar. I thought that was a website. Maybe not. Maybe that yeah. was just a, another statement of fact. I don't know. It, it, it's you see them in commercials too, and, and things like that, where it's like do or it's not even do this. It's like here's here's the problem, and it's like well, you spent probably hundred thousand dollars making a commercial. Tell me what how I can help with the solution. Don't just tell me there's a problem. The protests are just meaningless at this point, And uh, I don't know what to do with them. Like, okay. There's a thousand days left. Yeah. The exchange with these Anthem things always becomes, it's not about the Anthem. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. And it never, we never even discuss the actual issue or somebody just gets a sweet deal and is a professional activist. I don't know. You know, as the notorious B.I.G. so eloquently said, I hear you motherfuckers talk about it, but I stay seeing bodies with the motherfucking chalk around it. So we're not solving anything. Yep. So I think we need to protest the anthem protest. (laughs) And stand and stand for the protest. I'm going to protest your protest. That's That's doubly American. Because uh, in and I say it, said it jokingly, like Jesse Owens at the Hitler Olympics, like that was a real protest. There was some like he was making a stand and he was making a point. <clears throat> and and weirdly enough, I think the I think Hitler actually liked Jesse Owens, which was weird. But you knew what he was communicating, and and now they're so convoluted. You got chicks gluing their hands to the floor, people <laughs> shading themselves. We just we've gotten so bad at it. That we need a we need like a, a refresher on what what to do when you're protesting. I remember the stunts way more than the actual causes. Like I'll remember a chick glued her hand to the floor. I won't remember why. The net I, you brought up, I already forgot what that was about until you followed up. <laughs> well, it was the French, I mean, so it was probably something that really doesn't matter. It was there's it some sort of camembert cheese crisis or something. Or climate yeah, change I would thing. imagine it had to do with global warming or something. It's like, well, do the math. It's, it's, it, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> this is an unsolvable. <clears throat> I got negative, but um, 
yeah, that's that's my take on that's my take on the protests. They're they're not working. Although I will say, didn't uh, Kaepernick uh, sign with the uh, Raiders? Is that true or was that fake news? I saw they, he had a tryout. They had him in for a workout. Yeah, I believe that was as far as it went. Though, how'd that go? By the way, did anybody ever see the outcome on that? Or we, Chris watched it. I watched it. You watched the workout? Yeah. How was it? It was a guy in shorts throwing a football. <laughs> it was a dude in spandex. He looks like a toothpick. He's not hitting the deep ball. He can hit a crossing route to about ten yards. It looks funky coming out to, of his. Uh, I mean, he's he hasn't played football in eight years. It's been a so long. So they're gonna pay him to hold the clipboard for Carr or what? I mean, they're gonna pay. They're gonna pay him to get out of fucking hot water with Gruden. I mean, I got you. Does that make sense, Chris? That makes a hundred. Yeah, it does. In 2022, that, that it does. Is, in fucking 1999, it. it doesn't make sense, but it does today. <laughs> Wait, can you explain that? What do you mean by that? That's what that was. Well, you know what they did to Gruden, and yeah. what or what what happened while Gruden was there. So you bring Colin Kaepernick in for a good PR move. Oh, I thought I interpreted it entirely differently. I thought it was a middle finger to Goodell. I, I, the, here it could have been two birds, one stone. Good men. Could have been and Raiders be. PR. They have the they have the worst quality humans playing for them, but they have the best PR. Yep. <laughs> that is exactly right. And 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 you know, that deal's still going on with uh Goodell and, and, and Gruden. And in fact, actually I will say I did see where it was awarded. Gruden, Gruden actually won the first part yeah. of that. Gruden is yes, he's suing the NFL for contract interference and conspiracy. He believes they leaked the emails in a quote malicious and orchestrated campaign to destroy his reputation and career. The league's attorney said Gruden's case lacks a basis in law and fact and proceeds from a false premise. So they want this thing dismissed or outright dismissed outright or at the very least sent to arbitration. But the honorable judge Nancy all said, no, I don't think we'll do either of those things. (laughs) So they're going to proceed with this. That must mean the case has merit or or she's allowing this circus to go on because they're all friends. And this is a giant pile of pile of billable hours. Do do any of you believe that it doesn't have merit? I mean, from a guy who's, who's been on the business end of that and, 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 and been smeared by an organization, I I can tell you that deal. It's not hard to understand that if it has a small scent of stink to it, it probably stinks. And that's exactly what's going on here. Yeah. There's a pile of emails from all different folks. And, and, and like I said, if we're going to do that with one, do it with everybody. Yep. The Daniel Snyders of the world can stop hiding because he has kajillion dollars and owns a franchise. It's 32 owners that would be in that. Don't fucking think that not there's not one person over 40 in the NFL that's got clean hands. If you Amen. lived through the fucking 90s, get out of it. You sent an email of cheerleaders with their tits out. That's what email was for the first 10 years. <laughs> what else was it? <laughs> It, you, you kind of bring up a good point. I didn't. I never really contextualized it like that. The early days, because I was a little bit younger, the early days, it was like the Wild West where it was like, oh, now we can send this stuff to our friends. <clears throat> and you had no idea that in 20 years, that was going to be <laughs> a fireable offense. It was just like passing notes in class. <laughs> now it's entirely different. So they're going to uncover if it does go through and it looks like it's going to based off the judge's ruling. It's not going to be this year. It's not going to be next year because it's going to take forever to comb through all of that. Oh, absolutely. Because and they'll drag it out as long as they can. Yeah, the NFL does that. They like to. They like to punt. Oh, it's not the NFL. That's that's corporate entity wow. in any yeah. way, shape, or form. Because you'll run out of money before they will. Because it's not their money. Yep. Yeah, but this is going to get pretty ugly, and I love it. Like they said in one of those Born Identity movies about Pamela Landy, if this thing goes south, we'll just roll it up and put it around her neck, and you know exactly. Then it's well, done and done. Cut off, cut off the head, and they'll grow a new head. That's how it works. Yeah, that's 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 real. I just drove past the JD By Rider in one of our local areas, and now it just says By Rider on the building. I feel like they, you know. Ripped enough people off to where they just had to change their name. They just took the JD off. Probably kept the same stationery and everything. I can't believe that place survived the the pandemic. 
I don't even Are know. Neither of you I'll be honest uh, with you. I don't, this is I don't a, know what we're talking about. It's a car dealership, sort of. It's a car dealership slash loan shark. You get <laughs> yes. like a 2007 Oldsmobile Olero and you pay $336 every two weeks. Oh, my God. Let me ask you this. Do they have inflatables? Because if they have inflatables, they're a legit business. You got a giant animal inflatable. Yeah, probably. That's a legit. That's a legit business, sir. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't, don't understand. Don't how you they besmirch Jay by Rider? Not on <laughs> Coach's like, watch. We we, yeah. we had a place called Lynn Lynn Hickey Dodge here in town Dude, that was similar to it that. It is so expensive and they started, to have bad credit in this country. No, 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 Chris, Listen, Chris, man. Chris. He's talking about something different. He's talking about the oh. south side of Oklahoma City. The buy here, pay here, no credit needed. You buy it from Jimmy, but Jimmy's also the guy with the pipe wrench. In two weeks, if you haven't paid him, he's showing up. Dude, it's, it's that you dude. know what I'm talking about. So, so I got a little story about this. Um, I went and looked at a car one time uh, to buy, and I got in to look at it, and there was a the most obnoxious sounding buzzer that you could ever hear in your life. It was like the most annoying sound from Dumb and Dumb. Like the like the old F one. I had a Ford Ranger that had one of those. Yeah, it just it just it was. So I asked the guy, I go, "What is with that?" And he's like, "Oh, don't worry about that. If you buy it, I'll I'll take care of that." And I was like, "What?" What is it? And he's like, well, how that works is, um, you know, you're, you're supposed to here at this place, we, we sell to people that, you know, not necessarily just cash, uh, you know, they, they make the payment and we finance it. And, uh, for every day, the first day that they're late, it starts chirping and the sound gets louder and louder (laughs) until they, (laughs) until they pay their bill. That's brilliant. And and so he said, by the time you're a week late, it is a deafening sound that you can't operate the vehicle without it making. That is diabolical. And and, 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 and they they will uh, disconnect it if if you know you pay cash and buy it or whatever. I've, I've never heard anything like that. But uh, that place that was that was pretty money. And uh, there was a place Audio back in the day boot. called Lynn Hick- Lynn Hickey Dodge here in um, Oklahoma City. It was similar. They used to. Uh, blow up trade-ins out of a, with a bazooka out of a conversion van suspended in the air. They, <laughs> they would do it on the commercial. They would blow up your trade-in and give you $1,500 no matter what it was. <laughs> and, and let me just tell you, it, that, that's, that's America Bring for Bring that goddamn thing in the red dick. We going to fill that fucker up with tanner, right? We going to blow up that son bitch. And we going to give you $1,500 American dollars in your hand. He literally shot a a a a old Datsun with a with a bazooka out of a conversion Fuck van. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh man. It was the best TV I've ever seen. I miss those commercials. I was watching it during wrestling. Just tell <laughs> I bet. That was back before everybody started suing everybody. God, those times were oh, good, that, man. You think there was gun control back then? Fuck Hell no. no. <laughs> Anyhow. Before the world went crazy back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, the good times. What a time to be alive. Saban and Jimbo say they're back to good times. This is like a defective bottle rocket or something. We had a dramatic buildup, and now it just sort of fizzled out. The SEC spring meetings just took place. Boy, can you imagine the sort of backroom, underhanded, shady shit that's gone on at these events? (laughs) The SEC spring (laughs) meetings? Oh, my God. Anyway, Jimbo was this sounds like a Captain and Tennille video reunited, and it feels <laughs> yep. so good. That's right. Jimbo stepped Kiffin. up to the. <laughs> so there's so many. I was just gonna say so many characters. You got yeah, Lane Kiffin it, putting whoopee cushions yeah. on people's seats. That'd be <laughs> a fantastic. Uh, like the Heisman House, except gr- it's SEC coaches. <laughs> exactly. Captain, you're that. welcome. You go yeah. go ahead and take that Who'd one have, home with you. Who do we talk to to get a media pass to that event? I don't know. That would be fantastic. I need to sit in front of Mike Leach and talk to him about the things that are going on. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go undercover as some sort of... Uh, exactly. You know, I just want to see the McDonald's bags. What are the new McDonald's bags now that McDonald's bags are legal? But when Jimbo stepped up to the podium, he was obviously asked about Nick Saban and his comments about calling him a narcissist and, you know talk about ask god how he did it i mean he went all the way to hit somebody should have slapped him when he was a kid and now he just about sprained an ankle sidestepping all these questions anything saban related was met with we're moving on we're moving on so is there any you know did you hear from the ncaa we're moving on 
Okay. Pat Forty, who normally bugs the shit out of me, actually wrote a pretty good article for it on Sports Illustrated. But evidently that's buried. I, I have a hard time believing that. I think a football game will fire this right back up. So they kissed and yeah, made that- up. <clears throat> of course they did, because they don't those guys don't want drama. I mean, they there's no way that they wanted that to, to keep going. And they tried to drum it up and do the sheet, seating chart and all that. But <clears throat> these are smart guys that got caught up in the moment. Of course, they're going to throw a wet blanket over any of the drama. I'm not surprised. I just, I'm still waiting for Lane Kiffin to, to really dust it up. Because if there's one screwy character in that group that has dirt on all of them and loves a good fight, and, uh, you know, throw a wrench in it and then back away and watch. It's Lane Kiffin. And that's why I love him. Yep. He's a real uh, straw that stirs the drink there. He could get some things going. He knows what uh, to say to who and how to piss him off. Hey, Jimbo, you remember that time you did this or that? Oh, yeah. What do you think about that? And then he backs away. Lane Kiffin may be a better gaslighter than he is a coach. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know this is gonna. This is just gonna um, prolong the inevitable here, and and, and I kind of feel like that. What is a the you know the SEC or somebody stepped in on this and went, guys, guys, yeah, we're we're, we're all making money. money. We're all making money here. Why why do you guys want to get stupid with this? We don't need when, when anybody asking any questions. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. let's all just play nice. We don't no one needs to be boats. questioning the man behind the curtain. <laughs> yes, no one all is well. Yeah. All is well. Yeah. Let's get <laughs> yep. Paul Feinbaum in here and he'll talk exactly. it talk it away. Nothing. Feinbaum's gonna tell everybody they're great and 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 publicly uh have a Session with Saban and everything will be good. Yep. I think that's, at the end of the day, money is the king in the SEC. As they say, what do they say? It just pays more here. Just matters more. Yeah. Means more. Yeah. That's what it is. It pays more. They should change it to that. It just pays more here. I work for an... I worked for an organization just like that once. They should have had it on the back of their shirts. That, it just pays more here. That's what Mr. Same crap. That's what Coach Saban said. He said, hey, our quarterback ain't played a snap. He's a millionaire. That was what one of the first stories that came out of NIL was the Alabama quarterback hasn't done shit, and he's got a million bucks. This is a great deal for these kids. I promise you he's not the only one. <clears throat> nope. I remember that leaked recording of his recruitment meeting I think it was one of a, a Zoom meeting during the pandemic. And he basically just told the kid, yeah, we win championships. If you come here, you're going to probably play in the league. And we're going to go to the playoff and likely the national championship. So, you know, what do you want to do? People are like, wow. I don't know. That's that's a whole pitch. That's all you need to know. It's Alabama. You know that when you send it. When you send mm-hmm. your application to Alabama. I don't think he even has to pitch it. What that must be like. He's got more power than than politicians down there he just runs an entire i don't know state and or region and it's alabama who would have thought (laughs) he handles it well i think you know what else i think i think they need to promote these random holidays a little better did you know that last friday was national donut day i did not that's one that i would celebrate you know Forget about all the donut day decor that now has to sit in the basement for another calendar year. I didn't even know it was donut day until mid-afternoon. This kind of thing is unacceptable. With all the tax dollars we're paying for bullshit pet products, we could set aside 40K to make a nice little public service announcement that says, hey, don't forget, June whatever, National Donut Day. Get yourself an apple fritter. You know, as soon as you I forget like about it, it'll come around again. These things happen yep. quarterly. It's National Taco Day, National Pizza Day, National Donut Day, <clears throat> because some corporate sponsor is just like, oh, hey, did you know Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> yeah. said it's National Donut Day? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, sales are low. Let's kick off this. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was national, like two weeks ago. It's National Everybody paper. wants to be Hallmark. Yeah. Yeah. Hallmark got sweetest day across the finish line and <laughs> all the other ears perked up. They're like, ooh. We can get, we can make new ones. You're saying we can make new ones. Okay. And then that secretary's day, boss's day, siblings day. Give me, I have a sibling overrated. They don't need a day. John, have you watched stranger things season four? Yes, I have. Okay. Then we'll venture into pop culture for a second. I don't remember any other show that the fourth season was the best season. Mm-hmm. Usually it's about mm-hmm. season three. The plot lines are advanced. The characters have been developed. 
things are coming to a natural climax, if you will, like The Wire, The Sopranos, Breaking Bad, yeah. season three, all excellent. But this one, season four, I think they just decided, hey, our fans like the characters are grown up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's show them some gruesome murders. And now so it's a I saw dark Coach show. react. Is Coach a, a fan of Stranger Things or not? Or does he? He hate went it? on mute. I, he went on mute. I bet he, back. My money's on. He hates it. Number one, I don't know what it is. I don't think. Never seen it. Oh, never you guys heard are of children it. of the '80s. It. You would enjoy it. I don't know. The kids I don't, have talked I don't about really it. Watch scary shit. I don't. I don't get into it. Oh no! Like, is it uh, horror? Scary stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! No, I I got I got to I got to keep up with the news. That's enough for me, man. I don't need any. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. It, there's about three three things that go on my TV, and and <laughs> horror doesn't. Nope, does not make the not cut. one of them. <laughs> and I've gotten old enough and married now, so the uh, the, you know, cutting off the end of that word doesn't go on my TV <laughs> either. <so. laughs> horror doesn't even make the fucking reserves, or they yeah. they they're not yeah. even on the bench. One time, Riley brought in the uh it movie and i grabbed yeah, that I hand like walked that. right out the bat fucking deal and just slung it out the back door don't bring that shit in here we don't need that in our yeah, heads man. it's not good yeah, we don't, we're you're not gonna be that. in my fucking bed at midnight if you watch that <laughs> fucking thing and you're gonna fucking put yourself between me and mama and you're gonna turn sideways and you're gonna stretch because <laughs> we had to, because we had to watch this fucking clown and i'm not into it yeah it's not very good anyway it wouldn't even be worth all that you want to watch a horror flick? I just got some landscaping done in my front yard. The bill on that was horrible. I'll tell you that. There, now That's we're the talking. real world I live in. <laughs> yeah, I Paying for landscaping these days is a horror film in itself. <laughs> that, oh, my God. I bet. I almost... I almost fit $60 in Subaru yesterday. That that shouldn't be possible. Yeah, the gas pumps. You want to talk about a horror That's film? A horror go, to a na- go to your local 7-Eleven. And that's Patriot Sports going into media, (laughs) going into pop culture. (laughs) Turn around, turn around, get off my lawn. (laughs) Ohio sports betting goes live January 1st. Chris, maybe you can find a map or a chart to confirm this, but I believe Wisconsin will now be entirely surrounded by legal betting states while not being a legal betting state ourselves. I believe Minnesota is Michigan, Illinois. And now Ohio. I stated earlier that I we, knew a we, thing or two know, about geography. I feel like I just nailed that. We keep we keep beating this drum, and and I just don't understand. I mean, honestly, can you guys give me one reason why that's not legal in every state across America? I mean, let's you know you want to champion a cause and 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 pay for things. Why is sports gambling not legal? It's just asinine to me. I mean, I don't understand it. Boy, look at that. Oh, Minnesota's still out. Come on. You know, Oklahoma, let's let's go. You can get stoned on the corner. We can ought to be able to bet on the freaking sooner. I'll tell you this let's right go. here. Hey, uh, Coach, you know what Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Oklahoma all have in common? Very, very strong Native American casino board or yeah oh absolutely absolutely i don't and think hey, i think that they want the action in their sports book. They don't want to get of it to DraftKings and they've got to deal with the government. I got no problem with that. If I've got to go and put my book through the local tribe, that's fine. Just let me do it. Let me do it on my magic rectangle. Let me go down there one time. I'll yeah. register with you. You do what you got to do to my phone, blah, blah, blah. You got a little number you want me to plug in there. Fucking, yeah. And then let me bet all year with you. You could take my Let rake, me sit on my couch ju- on Saturday and yours. Sunday and, and bet with my magic rectangle. And you can take and all the And you will action. make so much fucking money. Go play intramurals, brother. Jesus. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like uh, Norm McDonald recorded a comedy special <laughs> that he did on Zoom, like right before he died. He didn't tell anybody he was sick or anything. It was very Norm McDonald to do. But like he said in that special, if I'm going to lose money and and I'm going to lose money, I'd rather do it. You know, I'd rather give it to the, you know, the Native Americans guys there. And he has a point. <laughs> that was I didn't finish it because I started it very late, but it's good. Anything Norm Macdonald ever did is good. What what I was gonna say is if we're gonna tiptoe the tiptoe through the tulips on the people that have been jobbed in the world throughout history, let's just go ahead and, and put them at number one uh with a bullet. And 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 that's how we can pay them back. I mean, that, that let's let's give them give it to them. Let let me 
Let me pay them back one weekend at a time. <laughs> I'm willing to do that. I'm sick of dealing with these offshore sites and buying Bitcoin and sending Bitcoin and waiting to make sure the Bitcoin got to the address. Because if you don't have all of the character, you know, if one character in the address that you copy and paste is fucked up, your money is just out in cyberspace and you'll never find it again. It's like the upside down. You guys wouldn't get that joke. But. Otherwise, it's that or these fantasy apps that are really just prop bets that they just use fancy language to go through loopholes. It's like the Delta 8 and Delta 10 THC is cool, but 9 is illegal. Like, just, I mean, can I just make a bet, please, and not worry about... I know I know the governor of the great state of Oklahoma, Kevin Stitt, probably tunes into our show for weekly, sure. so I'm just going to say this for you. Mr. Stitt, Sir. Just, I mean, I know that you're a big fan, so let's just go ahead and get it done. We can get it done before the fall. That would be even better. It's just as ridiculous that that's not legal in every country. I mean, in every state in the country. Anyhow, that's that's my two cents. Speaking of making money, Dan Snyder is a money-grubbing son of a bitch, as it turns out. Um, they're building that new stadium. I believe it only holds 50,000, 55,000 people, and it's going to be a large percentage of it is going to be luxury boxes. And people were speculating that, you know, knowing Dan Snyder and his, his uh, what you call, petulance, proclivity to fudge the books a little to make the most possible no. money. Yeah, I, I looked this up. And it turns out in the NFL, most notable, I read all about luxury boxes, most notable in their use of luxury boxes is the National Football League. Under the NFL's current revenue sharing agreement, teams must forfeit a large portion of their ticket revenue so that the, so that the funds can be redistributed among all the teams, particularly those in smaller markets. However, the luxury boxes quickly becoming a top source of revenue for the franchises were exempted from this sharing requirement. Furthermore, the NFL's blackout rule has led stadium operators to sacrifice seating capacity in favor of the luxury boxes as it makes a sellout easier and a lower total number of regular seats. So this is a combination of he, well, they lied a couple of years ago. They got caught lying about a wait list for their season tickets. There wasn't a wait list because nothing was sold out. And I think he's, he's obviously a fragile billionaire with an ego. He doesn't want to not sell out. He wants sellouts and he wants to keep all that money. I think those are his two motivations. What do you think coach? Then we'll get John's I, has white anybody ever heard anything? opinion. Has, has anybody ever heard anything good about Dan Snyder? Uh, I mean, honestly, is there one good article about Dan Snyder? The owner well, of the Redskins? Was, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. The, the guy, the guy that owns the Redskins. I mean, he's a Dan Snyder has become the villain in Megamind. That's what he is. <laughs> he's, he is literally the worst person ever. And I just picture him living in a big, tall building surrounded by a pit full of sharks that he dug himself. And I just don't understand why they keep beating the drum on this guy. Other than he must have pictures with Jerry Jones doing things offshore that people don't want to see or he holds on to because the NFL keeps tolerating it. And every year they say, oh, Dan Snyder this, Dan Snyder that. And it magically just just, just goes away. And, 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 you know, it's, I mean, let's not, let's not go ahead and make him exclusive to this club. Let's talk about oh, a guy yeah. named Robert Kraft who, who magically is the master at sweeping things under the rug and his, you know, pretty similar uh, fetish with uh, massage parlors, like just like uh, Watson has, but it's, it's not a big news story because, well, you know, I mean, Hey, a, a tug and a rub is the oldest American profession, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, it's just crazy to me that this group of people, and, and it goes to show you that if you own a franchise, you can do what you want to do. I think we got a tornado siren going on here. Ooh. That means my time's up. All right. <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> Coach. Noon in Oklahoma testing the sirens. <laughs> I think I said it last time, but <clears throat> it does make financial sense to do that. It's a shady move, but it's a that's a that's a D-bag finance move to keep all your own money when you need to be sharing it, especially when it squeezes out <laughs> like the normal average Joe. <laughs> Oh, gosh, because that, that helps corporations, too, because that's something that, you know, one hand washing the other. Uh, it really helps out a ton of corporations in the D.C. area. You know, they write off the expenses that they use for the, the boxes. That's a T&E expense. 
And it, it's just a D-bag move. It's like, it's not what the NFL is really about. Now it's getting bastardized by corporate America and, and greedy sons of bitches. We got one more sports story though, don't we coach? You got something about softball. Yeah. No, it's great, man. This is, Hey, this is really a great deal. So in, in my travesty of justice, that was Southwest and flying back. Um, one of the things that, that happened to me was coming from Phoenix to here. I got to sit next to a gentleman who uh, really, it, this was, this is a cool story. This gentleman is a construction worker in the Los Angeles area. Uh, that's what he does by trade. Um, and, and I'm going to butcher the, his name because I'm terrible at names. Uh, but his daughter is the starting center fielder for the um, Arizona Wildcats uh, softball team. And she is playing, obviously, in the College World Series. And me and Chris talked about this last night. Her name is, I don't want to say it wrong. Help me out, Chris. What's her name? I, I can't, uh, can't say it either. It's, I want to say Marino, but that's no, not it. Hang on. It's, it's, it's anyhow, um, she is the starting center fielder for the Arizona Wildcats. And he was on his way out here to watch her play in the college world series. And we watched the Texas and UCLA opening round, um, opening round game. And he was telling me it was amazing because his daughter has played, you know, much like any, any star athlete has played on many teams at many levels throughout her, her, uh, you know, growing up. And he's him and his family has tra- have traveled all over and and played with all of these different players who are currently in the college world series. She yes, it, it's really hard to say, it's, and it's not Jalene Miano. Jalene Miano, yes, Man. Miano, Miano, yes, Mister okay. Miano and his family, Janelle, Janelle. Okay, so they were traveling out. Um, to watch her play. And I've been watching that since that day. I, we've been watching a, a lot of, of, of women's college softball. OU and OSU are both in there. And uh, it's really, really some fascinating uh, contests that are going on. I watched, hey, Coach, I, I watched the uh, Arizona-Oregon State game last night. Uh, Janelle did make a absolutely cane, uh, like low cane from the Brewers, like out outfield center field grab off the wall. It was pretty over the phenomenal. wall. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. It looked a lot like she, low cane. I was like, because she was up in the box, uh, batting, and I said, "Boy, she's gritty in the box, Chris." And then Coach texted me back, said, "Boy, she can play that center field." And then I next yeah. inning, she made that low cane off the back wall. I was she like, said, "Oh, not snap, today. She could play, not today." Oh, she, she, hey, and and the Arizona outfield has been playing well. Um, I was trying to see last night how that game ended up you know she's quite an athlete and and what an amazing family and they were traveling from uh los angeles out here to oklahoma city and we talked about them staying at bricktown i i told him about uh you know our little simple podcast he was going to tune in and i wanted to say uh man i really enjoyed our conversation and i really enjoyed watching you know his daughter and 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 and, and his family that were, were on their way out here and welcome to oklahoma city so there's a lot of great softball going on right now in Oklahoma City, uh, two great teams. Three of the four teams in the finals were Big 12 teams. So uh, OSU, OU, and OU in Texas are playing today, and OSU in Florida today in the winner's bracket. Um, also, we have you know regional baseball that's going on here. We have uh, OSU in Arkansas this afternoon, this evening at, at 6. I was going to try to go to O'Brate until I realized that the NCAA wanted my left kidney to get in the gate to set in right field. And now I'm probably going to purchase ESPN Plus and watch his, watch it on my uh, maybe in my hot tub right here in the uh, in the sports lounge. Anyhow, exciting st- exciting times in sports. And listen, that brings me to the the climax of the show here, and that is obviously our favorite. Uh, got that big abs in the Edmonton series tonight, John. That's right. So, <clears throat> yep, abs are up two zero. So let's see if Edmonton can. Can punch back. Phenomenal, phenomenal series going on, and a pretty good run by the Avs to 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 the to the cup. That's right. Yep, I, they're they're on a heater. They're a good team. Their shots on goal are just ridiculous. I mean they they are they are firing it in from all directions. I have yet to watch an Avs game in the playoffs yet where they have been beaten on shots on goal. I don't I don't think any other teams are getting as many in uh, as many opportunities as they are, and it just feels like that 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 they play the most of the game on, on the the 
the opponents into the ice. Let's not downplay the eastern side of the bracket either. I mean, you got the Rangers and Lightning, and that's that man. That's that's quality stuff, man. That's good stuff, right? Hashtag watch hockey. Oh, it's it. Hey, I'm going to tell you if you tune into either series, you're you're in for a, a whale of a game, and it just feels like uh, you know that that both of these these two teams, the Rangers and the Avs, are on a collision course to to meet. And and what a series that would be. I mean, um, if if that's the way it goes, you know. But but don't count out Edmonton and 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 the Lightning. I mean, you know, they didn't get there for for no reason. They they've they've beaten some teams too. So uh, and 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 we're only at the front part of each series. So a lot of the home teams, uh, you know, that's, that's still have an opportunity. Yeah, it's, to go it's back must see to, television, uh, especially this deep in the playoffs. The end, so. I thought, you know, watching Edmonton play Calgary. I want some money betting on them, and I tricked myself into thinking that they were good. I'm like, hey, if they get past Colorado, they'll win the cup, and maybe they can get past Colorado. And then they came, what were there, 14 goals scored in that game? Eight to six in game one? John, is it Avs mania there? Is it just, I mean, everything, uh, you know, Avs up? Kind of, but you got to remember Denver's a huge transplant city. So, yeah, you, you go into a bar and you'll see the Avs game. I actually watched the Avs game from a bar in Colorado Springs the other night. Huge. It was one of those cool bars like you would see in the Midwest where you had like three poker tables. You had people bringing in their own cues for billiards. Like it was – it's not a place to go and just have a, a like a fun – little uh billiards game like people are gambling it was a gambling bar which will be uh, will remain unnamed but it was an interesting vibe and they had uh, we we're watching the nba finals we we're watching uh the the hockey and it was a good time so in pockets it's very diehard and then in other parts it's like people are from either chicago or nashville or la or texas so it's it's a bit of a mixed bag and speaking of you said must watch uh, there's a show, a hockey show on Hulu now. It's called Shorzy. Uh, if you've watched Letterkenny, it's a spinoff of Letterkenny. Uh, it's got some bad language as a, as a bit of a uh, disclaimer, but it's one of the funniest shows you will watch. Give it, give it an episode. It's just Canadian comedic hockey. You'll like it. It's it's freaking hilarious. They, there's there's a whole culture of just chirping at each other. That's hilarious. It really lends itself to comedy. It's funny. We had a guy, Chris sent it to me about, he was talking about our, our discussion earlier. And, and listen, I, I, I just want to say, where, where are we at on time here before we get into this? We're pretty deep. <laughs> We're pretty deep. About okay. One, well, we'll one save hour the, 16. What do you got? Well, we'll save the jabroni mailbag for another day then. Oh, but, about the hockey by the way, marketing. By the way, hockey is the worst marketed sport ever. I stand behind that. There's no fence built around me. We can talk about it anytime you want. <laughs> Moving on. John Summer is here, and the people loved your survival tip about cougars. Um, do you have anything that can that can help us get through the summer safely? Maybe yeah, something about rhinos gonna, or venomous snakes. How about snakes? snakes? Perfect. Ooh. Not poisonous, venomous. Food is venomous. poisonous. Snakes are venomous. Actually, no, we said that backwards. It says poisonous. Did I? <laughs> Oops. No way. Okay. All right. So one thing that's on my bucket list is uh, before I die, I want to be able to grab a snake in the wild and just kind of prove my manhood to myself. But um, so I've been doing some research. <laughs> okay. And so here is if you get uh, bitten by a poisonous snake. Coach, you got a question? Why is that on your bucket list for cheese and cheese and rice? Let's let's adjust the bucket just, list, my man. I, I mean, that's living, man. You grab a snake, you walk a little that's taller. That's not living. That that's called something that's else. That's a Tuesday bro. in Oklahoma that's, because you're trying to mow lawn that's, and that motherfucker's trying to get your ankle. I'm going to tell you right now: the only there's only one kind of snake that's good, and that's a dead. As Clint Eastwood said in, I believe it was the Outlaw Josie Wales, "Dying ain't no way to make a living, boy. Ain't much of a living." <laughs> Anyway, All right, moving on. Sorry. Well, as Tom Hanks said in Toy Story, there's a snake in my boots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you went Woody on it. Yeah, I went Woody. Okay, so here's what to do and what not to do. So this is after you've been bitten by what you think Already is a bitten. snake. All right, wash the bite with soap and water as soon as you can. Then immobilize the bitten area to keep it lower than the heart. Uh, obviously, get medical help. We can skip over that one. That's dumb. Um, you don't need to do then, that. 
Immediately wrap a bandage tightly two to four inches above the bite to help slow the venom if you are unable to reach medical care. Um, if you have a first aid kit, use a suction device, uh, but don't use your mouth. Don't suck it out in your mouth. Um, and don't do not make an incision, which is another one, too. So don't drain what? the blood. So here's what not to do in addition to what I just so said. So my slit and suck method, that's not going to work. That's the opposite of what you <laughs> That's something do. else. <laughs> All right. Okay. So what to do? Wash the bite. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. The rundown here, though. Wash the bite. Immobilize the area. Keep it lower than the heart. Wrap it two to four inches above the bite. And then what not to do, do not place any ice or cooling element on the bite. This will uh, make removing the venom with suction more difficult. Don't tie the bandage or tourniquet too tightly. If used correctly, the tourniquet can uh, cut blood flow completely and damage the limb. If done incorrectly, it can damage the limb. Do not make any incision in or around the wound in an attempt to remove the venom. There is danger of infection and do not mm. attempt to suck the, out the venom. You do not want it in your mouth where it can enter your bloodstream. While you're out there hiking, mowing lawns. Uh, Avoid the snakes. Maybe you're in one of those weird churches that has snakes. <laughs> oh, at that maybe point. dancing. I think. Serpent dancing. Yeah, I think they give themselves little tiny doses until they're immune. And then they die, which happens yeah. almost every time. Yeah. 70% of the time it works every time. And that's why you don't join a cult. Seventy percent of the don't drink the Kool Aid, kids. All right, thank you everyone for listening. There are more and more of you all the time, and we could not be more appreciative. If you enjoy this show, please consider giving us a five star review on Apple, Google, whatever platform you're getting us on. Everything is interaction based. That's how you climb the charts, get noticed, and these things are working. We are seeing them, and so is the algorithm. I see bars and lines moving, so that's got to be good. It helps a ton if you write some words in there. Honestly, it can be anything. Hey, that host guy is brilliant. He's so clever and funny. Or tell us what you'd do if you encountered an alligator or a venomous snake. Doesn't matter what you type. As long as the little algorithm bots come by tonight and see some text in there, it's all positive. For us, you can follow us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, Patriot Sports Now on Instagram, and Patriot Sports on Facebook. Don't forget to check out our golf podcast, Plus Money Golf, and follow those guys over at PSR Golf. You can follow Chris on Twitter and Instagram at PSR Producer. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at PSR Host Guy. Until next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick the outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.